Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy. My name is Kat, and Couch Talks is the bonus episode of Uni Therapy, where I answer questions that you guys send in to me. You can send those to Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, at unitherapypodcast.com, and I would love to get them and read them and see if I can talk about them on here to help you guys out now. As always, before we get into this, a little reminder that although I am answering your questions somewhat, uh, this is not therapy in itself. And this is just a human talking about some things that you guys want to talk about. So it might lead to therapy, but this right now that you're listening to isn't that. So let's just get into it. So again, today we're only going to do one question. We're starting to do that a little bit more just so I can talk about the questions a little bit longer, which I like to do because, you know, sometimes I just get going and I can't stop. (laughs) So we have one question and I'm going to keep it anonymous as usual, just to, you know, protect you guys because sometimes we don't need people to know the things that we're wondering in our heads. So here's the question from our anonymous human. Hi, Kat. I've been wanting to email you for a while, but I haven't because I was hoping what I'm struggling with would just go away on its own. Well, not much to my and probably your surprise. Ignoring my problems hasn't made them any better. They actually just got worse. So I started dating this guy a couple years ago who I thought was just the best person ever. I met him through an app and naturally we had no mutual friends. Well, also one of the reasons that we had no mutual friends was because he didn't really have a community in our city. He was new-ish and had acquaintances, but no real actual community here. Well, I brought him into my circle and he fit right in like a glove. To make a long story short, we broke up about six months ago after dating for two years. It was one of those mutual-ish breakups, but like I was heartbroken and I'm not in a place where I can just be his friend right now. However, his friends are now my friends. 
My community became his community and now I feel so lost and I feel really alone. I don't feel like I have the right to ask people to take sides, but they were my friends first. But at the same time, it's not like he did anything horrible. He just kind of broke my heart. I don't really know what to do. I've been distant and it's made getting over the breakup harder because I don't have my people to lean on. I don't go to social functions because there's always a chance he will be there. And now it's been so long, I feel like it would be even weirder for me to say something. Do you have any suggestions? Part of me thinks I'm just going to have to create a whole new group of friends. I'm stuck, I'm lonely, and I'm sad. Okay, this is really tough because there's a lot of stuff going on here. There's a lot of of different tough things that are happening in this real life scenario that I'm so grateful that you brought to me because I have a feeling that other people have experienced something like this and this, like, what do you do? So one, you're heartbroken and I'm so sorry. One of the hardest and, and most uncomfortable things that humans go through, heartbreak. So that's one thing. So you're heartbroken. You feel stuck. Sounds like you don't feel like you have permission to ask for what you really need right now. It sounds like you don't feel supported. And what I know about healing, especially when it comes to a broken heart, is often healing happens through human connection. And it also sounds like you have a lot of empathy for others because I would be basically like, F that guy. He broke my heart. These are my friends. I get them. Which is why I'm not here to give you advice and I'm not here to tell you to do what I would do because that may not necessarily be what you need. Different people will have different opinions on what to do here. And I want to say that very loud and clear. Different people are going to have different opinions. There's a million sides you can take here and there's a million ways to talk about this scenario. What I want to help move you into is this place and a space where you feel secure in identifying your feelings, your needs, and your opinions. This goes to every human listening to this. You don't need everyone to agree with you to have an opinion on your own life and to have an opinion on your own life that feels right. You don't need people to agree with you to do that. So I really want to, in kind of what we're going to talk about, empower you to own that you are allowed to ask for things that feel important and and things that you need and and you're allowed to feel whatever you feel. So let's talk. Bummer about him not having friends. (laughs) And this is something that I didn't, I don't think I mentioned this when I did the dating app episode. I know in Nashville, especially a lot of people's profiles say things like new to town and looking for a tour guide. And like, to be honest, I don't feel like we need to just like write off anyone who's new to town, but I think it's important to maintain boundaries and lives separate from each other outside of the relationships we create. And that can be really hard sometimes, especially when you're like, this person fits right in and that's what I'm looking for. I want to share my things with you because I want to be with you and I like you. So I want to share my things with you. Okay. I get it. I totally get that. We have to be very careful not to get too caught up in what that actually means. You have your life, he has his life, and then you have your life together. There are different things going on in in this scenario. Three different things that I think goes for all relationships. Your life, his life, your relationship. I hate the term, my other half. I'm not going to get off into a tangent about that, but I just hate that term. No, 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 no. You (laughs) are not looking for your other half. We are identifying our wholeness, right? You are a whole person and your partner is a whole person and then you have a relationship and that's a whole thing. So there's that part. And I didn't address that in the dating app episodes, but I just think that's interesting and something to think about and remember. Regardless, something that a lawyer once told me is that we can't change the past. So there's no use in talking about what you would have done differently. The only productive thing we can do is focus on what we can do now to move forward. 
So that's kind of where you are. Like, what can I do now to move forward? My heart's broken and I don't really know what to do about my community because that feels weird right now. So what can we do? Well, what's the problem? I'm asking you to identify that. Like, what's the problem? Is it that I, it's my community? You want your friends back? You want your community back? And that is a community that might not include him or you might not want to include him. So first is identifying the problem. I'm really curious about the breakup. It sounds like he hurt you, but it was also mutual. And I, I kind of know what you mean. And I can like assume some things around that, but I don't really... I shouldn't. <laughs> I don't want to assume. But I've been there. Like I've been in that place where like, oh, I mean, he didn't do anything wrong, but he freaking broke my heart. And so I'm mad at him. But like, why am I mad at him? Because he didn't do anything wrong. And it sucks when you're in that place where he's not a bad person. But being around him might bring up some like icky feelings and being reminded of him constantly is painful. And that would make moving on really tough. And so sometimes I think we create these stories that like if we could hate the, our ex or if we could demonize this person, we would feel better. And I don't know that that is true. I think that um, just changes the story, right? And it changes the feelings or kind of distracts the feelings. If I could be mad, then I don't have to be sad right? If he can be a bad person, then I don't have to make it about me not feeling like I'm enough or something like that. It's almost like a distraction. The reality is like somebody doesn't have to be a bad person to hurt our feelings. You know, like somebody might not have done anything wrong and maybe we're still hurt by that. And that's a reality. And we might need something in that. And you need to not be around this person all the time so you can heal and move on. And that's so valid and makes a lot of sense. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I would ask yourself, what would you ask for if you could be completely selfish and get exactly what you want? Like dream world. Okay. Maybe that feels really unreasonable. Okay. Work backwards. So start from ideal and then work backwards. Sometimes we ignore our needs because we don't think we're deserving or we don't think it's possible to get them met. And that's valid because sometimes our needs can't get met exactly the way we want. But also that doesn't mean that we have to be black and white. Like there can be some compromise in those needs. So that's why you work backwards. Okay, I can't have this perfect space. I can't create this perfect scenario. What can I create? Is that better than nothing? Another helpful question is, what are you afraid of here? Another way I might ask that is, what's the worst that could happen if you asked for that thing that you really, really want? Like, what's the worst that could happen? I'm making this up because I'm having a conversation with myself, but maybe the worst thing that could happen is like, you don't get what you asked for. And, and maybe your friends all desert you because how dare you ask for whatever you asked for, which in parentheses here, I'm saying sounds very unlikely. I don't know that you would have friends that would so easily drop you like that, especially because I don't know that what you would ask for would be unreasonable. unreasonable. But then what's your reality now, right? So if, if the worst that could happen happen and the worst that could happen is that like I lose my friends. Okay, well, you kind of mentioned that in the part of your question where you're like, I just want to start all over and then maybe I have to just get a new community and new friends. Well, you're already creating that worst case scenario. So either the worst case scenario definitely happens because you're like, I'm not going to ask for what I need. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to get a new group of friends or that happens because you give yourself a shot to ask for what you need. But in that opportunity, you also give yourself an opportunity, right? You give yourself a shot to get your needs met or to get some of your needs met. Also, I bet your friends in that can be more empathetic than you think. However, they are not mind readers. So if you act like everything's fine and you tell them that everything's fine, since they can't read your mind, they don't know that things are not fine, like that you're not okay and that you're feeling these feelings. That's a thing we do a lot. It's like this passive aggressive, like I want people to know. And I'm not saying that you're doing this. Just we in general, humans do this a lot. Like we want people to know we don't want to have to tell them. We don't want to have to ask. We want people to read our minds. But at the same time, we're really good actors, right? And I can speak for a large portion of the population when I say that like humans generally do not want to engage in conflict. 
So if I don't have to acknowledge that what is going on is going on, that if I don't have to acknowledge that you feel some kind of way around the fact that your ex-boyfriend is still always around us, I'm, I'm probably not going to acknowledge it. I'd rather not, right? Here's a, another thing, and I, I want you to hear this too. Just like the majority of human beings like don't want to engage in conflict, I also think that a majority of human beings would be very understanding in the fact that it's hard for you to be around your ex-boyfriend all the time. Like, that makes a lot of sense. That's not a crazy thing to say. And what you aren't doing here and what what you wouldn't be doing here by by talking to your friends is blaming other people for your feelings or making your feelings someone else's problem. You're expressing what it's like to be you and you're asking for support. By you doing this, you're taking responsibility here. And taking responsibility doesn't mean that you have to sit on an island by yourself. Like that's not what it is. Sometimes responsibility involves asking for help. Like that's a very responsible thing to do. Asking for help is a very responsible thing to do as a human, as an adult. Sometimes responsibility means being courageous, like being courageous enough to have the hard conversation. Because like I said, most people don't want to have that if we don't have to. No one is just like, I want conflict in my life. Well, no one who's in like a healthy spot. (laughs) So if we can avoid it, we're going to. But avoiding conflict and avoiding these feelings doesn't make them not real. And you are the one here that is sitting in the reality of what it means in your friendships, not anybody else. And I just like hate that for you because you're already struggling. You're already struggling in this heartbreak and in this weirdness of your friends that like you deserve some help. Avoiding your feelings, the same thing with avoiding conflict. It does not make them go away. It just pushes them and moves them and and creates resentment and, and puts them in places they don't belong. And it just keeps you farther away from getting what you actually need and what you actually deserve. So I, I'm going to end this in something that I say often, but you know, you know what you need better than than you think. Like, I think you know what you want to do here. It's giving yourself the permission to really feel like that's okay for you to ask for, or it's giving yourself permission to have the conversation that's hard. It's, it's giving yourself permission to do something scary because you sound like a rational person. Like I, I, I empathize with this a lot and it, it would be a really hard place to be. So I want to encourage you to offer yourself some permission that you've been waiting on other people to give you because you don't you don't need that. You need to listen to what your your body is telling you because a lot of times our bodies are really smart. <laughs> Not a lot of times, all of the time, most of the time. And uh, yeah, you deserve to get your needs met just like anybody else in this world. So I hope that was helpful and, and got you thinking. If anything, I hope it just makes you feel less alone because I know there are people that are, are listening to this that are like, oh my gosh, me too. And so maybe you didn't write this question, but you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in this. Um, you're not the only one. And if you're feeling like it's tough and you're feeling like it's hard, it's probably because it is. It's not because there's something wrong with you. So give yourself some permission to do some stuff in a, I don't know where I saw it, but maybe I read it or maybe it was in a, oh, I read it in a Brene Brown book. She talked about writing permission slips. And so there was a practice where she would take post-it notes and she would like write 
permission slips almost like you would get in like school of like you have permission to leave school early it's like okay you have permission to feel sad for 20 minutes or whatever it is she would write permission slips for herself and then she would engage in those things as a practice and then they would feel more natural after a while so maybe today you just need to write down um, some permissions that you want to practice um, before you get to doing this scary hard thing and asking for some support and some help and some boundaries with your friends so my heart goes out to you and I hope this was helpful. And anybody who has a question that you want me to talk about, again, you can send it to Catherine at you need therapy podcast.com. You can follow the podcast at you need therapy podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at cat.defada on Instagram. And we would love it if you would rate and review this podcast. If you scroll to the bottom, give us a little five stars, please. <laughs> and uh, if you want to leave a comment, leave a comment. I would love that. I love reading feedback from you guys. So have the day you need to have. If you haven't heard yet, another little, I'm trying to wrap this up, but also I, I forgot I want to tell you guys this. If you haven't heard, I am starting to do Amy Brown's Four Things with Amy Brown. She has her podcast as well. I'm starting to do her Tuesday episode with her. So every Tuesday we have little conversations around a lot of times emails that people send into her. And it's really fun because you get to hear us have a conversation with each other around sometimes things similar to that I'm talking about here. So if you are not a listener of Four Things with Amy Brown, please do that and subscribe to it and if you want to hear more conversations like this but me talking to other people and not just myself um, then listen to her Tuesday episodes we have not named it yet right now we're just going with Amy and Cat chats but we'll see we'll see what happens if you have an idea send it in to me but I hope you guys have the day you need to have and thank you for being here today and I will talk to you guys on Monday imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia the CIA and the KGB That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.